0: Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, will APRA, the Australian Prudential and Regulatory Authority, help the banks get more business? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer, this podcast is for general purposes only, should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So what's happening out in the marketplace right now when it comes to APRA And when it comes to the banks and the lenders and also to us as investors, what do we need to do to actually have the ability to get loans? Now, there was an article that was put out in the papers today talking about the whole idea of serviceability on loans and the lack of ability for investors and for owner occupiers, first time buyers, to actually get out there and and secure a loan because of the... the, the outstanding or the actual level of serviceability that is required to participate or get a loan. So then we had the ANZ chief boss actually speak about this particular subject and he was noting that there's been a reduced amount of loans that they've written over the course of the last um, 18 to 24 months in terms of uh, problems with serviceability that potential borrowers have. So I thought we'd discuss this particular article that was put out in, in property papers in, in terms of mainstream media and really discuss what the idea of, around this is. Now the whole reason that this was put in place is between, between probably 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, and maybe at the early parts of 2017, we had quite loose lending. And we and at different times, they tried to put some restrictions on them, pulled them back, and allowed for more people to act, have the ability to get loans. Now, in that time, we saw the property prices in Sydney and Melbourne absolutely boom. And other markets did filter in to get a lot, a lot of um, price uptake as well, but the real big focus was on Sydney and Melbourne, and that's where I guess the majority of money and people had the excitement and frenzy of what was going on in the lending market, which flow, flowed through to our property prices, seeing, you know, auctions go to crazy prices and people get um, extraordinary um, amounts when they're selling property. So I just wanted to like focus on that a little bit. And and maybe you have the aspect of thinking about this ANZ chief boss, is he and maybe the other banks are actually crying poor now um, because their profits are reduced? Or is it a case of actually stimulating, think about the stimulation of the economy that have more people out there borrowing money to look at the possibility of seeing that economic growth, of seeing that more confidence and positive sentiment out in the marketplace. So you can think about it in a couple of different ways and you know maybe he's right um, in terms of economic stimulation but maybe he's wrong in terms of you know, just focusing on their own personal benefit as a, as a company um, for the shareholders and obviously for the company to r- retain or increase their profits on a continual basis. So a couple of thoughts that I would wanted to bring up is firstly, um, We've been talking a lot about the reduced rates of interest rates and because the economy is not doing as well, the Reserve Bank of Australia are looking to reduce rates. But most people won't be able to get a loan in the current serviceability requirements. So the ANZ boss is quite right in terms of the serviceability levels at the moment in relation to what the loans are coming through. So you might be able to borrow money at you know, just below 4% or four or four and a half or maybe even 5%, but you have to service your loan at a rate of 7.25% at the moment, maybe even more in some cases. So that level of margin in there is a huge requirement for most people. So on the current serviceability, even if we do see reduced rates, um, where they're looking to stimulate the economy, most people won't be able to borrow that money. So that's a real big effect on on what people are thinking about in terms of the current environment. Let's have a look at maybe on this as a second point of what could potentially happen. What could APRA actually do to ease back on the serviceability requirements? They might put in effect of reducing that rate of serviceability from 7.25% by a quarter of a percent or maybe even half a percent at a time to flow back an easier level of less frenziness uh, in the in the market for just allowing a lot of people to get back in in such a rush when the serviceability is taken off completely or maybe the fact of them bringing it back slowly would put us into less media attention out there in terms of saying that okay we did have APRA tighten things up we did have the royal commission and so forth but if we ease it back slowly people may not Get be too aware of that and it doesn't look too bad if we're just restraining a few people but not allowing everyone, if we took it out completely, to be able to get money available to them. So it might be a case that APRA might consider an ease back of the service of requirement. So maybe they'd ease it back slowly and they might even go um, 005 of a percent each time. They might really take it down you know, quite, quite slowly in this process and do it out over a couple of years. So that might have a less effect on the marketplace and bring people back slowly into the investing realm. Maybe it's a case that you might see the government may have to stimulate if APRA is not able to um, allow for more people to borrow money. So regu- regulations are, are quite tight for the lenders right now and there is a, a stance where a lot of people are only unable to borrow money even if the interest rates, which we see right now, are at all-time lows. My third point is, was that hardlining of APRA and the Royal Commission actually worthwhile? Do we get to a point in future that all those things that they talked about and, and discussed about all the what the banks and the lenders were doing and how money was free and available to go in whenever you want, and it was just really easy. And we go back to the norm that we had, or that, that timing we had between 13, 14, 15, especially where it was a lot easier to get money. And we go back to those old ways, and you kind of think to yourself, well, what was the point of them? putting on the brakes and pulling up the handbrake in terms of that pol- those policies in place when we go back to that same position, you know, five or 10 years later. So it's a big consideration of what we've got to think about as investors and what really we need to do in terms of thinking about what's our next move. So we've, if we see some of the easing of serviceability Maybe it's an opportunity for investors to you know, start having that conversation with our mortgage brokers, have those assessments done, think about a potential for a pre-approval if you get close to that mark, and keep on top of those communications with your mortgage broker and people in the marketplace on any media attention around like I saw today about the banks coming out to say that their profits are reducing and they're not able to give out money, or allow people, not give out money, but allow people to borrow money on the basis of the tight serviceability constraints that have been imposed by APRA and the Royal Commission, so it's a strong consideration for us to have. We do know the current marketplace uh, and the, the the requirements that are necessary for us to be able to move forward and borrow money. And a lot of us are not in position right now. So it is about sensing and keeping educating ourselves until the moments that things do change. And there's a good chance that in another two, three, four, five years that might be in a situation that we do have more money available. There are less requirements or less um, toughness on the rules that are being put forward right now. And when we see a market decline like we have in Sydney and Melbourne and if there's further declines, people are going to start to get nervous in government, um, in, in, um, in private enterprise, small business because people are starting to lose confidence and stop spending money. So they're going to have to think about ways to stimulate. So that's when they start to think about what pressures can we release off to to stimulate some of the spending out in the marketplace. And this is definitely a way that governments, regulators, um, and other people think about what they can do to change things in our economy. So big be mindful of what is going on. Be up to date on, on the happenings in the marketplace. Speak to your mortgage brokers. Speak to your buyers agents and get a real sense of what you're going to do moving forward. And I always talk to people about assessing their their current finances on a six-monthly basis. Speak to your mortgage broker. Where are we at? Can we do anything? What can we actually... Um, manipulating our portfolio or work on our portfolio to actually get the ability to borrow money or to refinance or look at potentially other items financially within our portfolio. So think about all those things and if you want to discuss this particular topic further, please do give me a call or in terms of your own portfolio and property investment ideas, love to talk to you about that as well. And my number is 0400 332 And thank you so much for tuning in today. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm/new. That's anchor.fm/new to get started.